Passages, a limited series featuring writings from the Pan-African world. Brought to Pan-Africanists by Pan-African Town One. The she-camel, carried off from us by colonialism, whose tracks I've kept following. The she-camel, on account of which, for so many, springtime sleep has escaped. The she-camel, we clung to wherever she was. The she-camel, for whom we sleepwalked over every obstacle. The she-camel, whose protection is the night owl's wailing call. The she-camel, whose rear guard poison snake struck death. The she-camel, whose possession the two foreign accomplices contended. Clasped was freedom by force. It wasn't bestowed on us. Grown men and youths on the day they leagued together. When God helped us and victory was the people's. The she-camel, whose victory chant I composed and sang. The she-camel, for whom I spread out thorny fronds of acacia and mara tree. The she-camel, for whose sake we bore hunger and such thirst. When her time came at the noonday of the birth pangs, her udders full, ready to suckle. Only the man of unwisdom holds her lactation can be stopped. When we had no missiles, nor automatics, the she-camel to defend whom from the lion we dared not back away. Leaving her to the ostrich is something that will not happen. Conservation is an extractive process. And I think that's what has allowed all of these atrocities to have gone unchecked for, you know, 150 years, right? That we don't think about, even Africans themselves, at least Africans who are not, you know what, like, Africans were not like directly impacted by the establishment of national park of protected areas. They don't necessarily associate conservation with extractive, right? So we think about, for example, mining, right? We hear a lot of like um, contestation against mining industries, agricultural industries. Do we talk about agribusinesses that are land grabbing in Africa, and I said, well, wait a minute. I mean, that is, I'm glad that you guys are calling these out, these industries out, but you also have to call out conservationists, right? People don't associate conservation with extraction. And, and part of it is just the image of the conservationists that we've built into our mind, this propaganda, right? And, and it's part of the propaganda, the colonial propaganda machine. Jane Goodall, right? <laughs> We think about her, you know, she's a conservationist. She's a single species, what we call, what I, you know, what we call single species conservation, meaning that they're, you know, get attached to this, like, or just have an affinity, which makes no sense to me. Like, protect the, the, the entire ecosystem, not just that one wildlife. But, but it sells, right? To Americans. That's how they sell it to Americans. That's how they sell it, right? Because the elephant, save the. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, right. And, right, exactly. Right. So you have, right. 
you know, the, the, this fast Western fascination, at first it was the, the, the Western fascination of like the African landscape as this like pristine area, you know, this area of wilderness, right? Which never existed, same thing here. But then after that, you had the fascination with this iconic wildlife, you know, like the elephant, there is even what we call the big five, the African big five. I don't know if you, have you heard of it? The African big five? So these are for like trophy hunters, right? Um, that know. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. the, the big five are the elephant, the cape buffalo, the lion, uh, the wildebeest, mm -hmm. and the rhino. Right, those are. I the, see. Those I see them the, taking photos with them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And those, I'm sure you've heard about. You know, Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt expedition in Africa that nearly disseminated. Yes. Mm. You know, the population, elephant population in Africa. Right. I like, think it was like over 500 of. Animals. Oh my goodness! Like this, yeah. this and that's why but I always. Know. Yeah, and and. and and so not only were they there to like protect the African, or were they trying or at least claiming to want to protect African wild, uh, you know, wildlife and, and landscape, but at the same time on this side, there were basically, you know, the bloodlust of like trophy hunting, going in there in these huge expeditions to kill wildlife, right? Africa, it, it, it just made no sense, right? It was very incongruent. Yeah. And when I was looking into this, they yeah. they actually described Theodore uh, Roosevelt as the first conservationist, which I was like, what? Yeah, no, he was. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he'll be called the first conservationist because I think that the trans, you know, the the the, the romantic romanticism era of 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 that, that, that kind of went hand in hand with like the westward expansion those were really the original the one that sort of set the seed in people's mind about conservation right putting aside the land for to to, to protect <clears throat> this pristine um this pristine landscape um but theodore roosevelt was the one who really thrusted conservation you know, into the American policy arena, right? He established, he signed, um, was it him? I know there are two Roosevelt, I'm sorry. I'm getting my American presidents wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but Theodore Roosevelt sure. also established the National Park Service as well. So yeah, he was one, he was considered one of the first one. Um, yeah, one I of think he created ones. a bunch of, yeah, national parks. Yeah, like a bunch of, right. He expanded the national park system in the United States. But before him, you had John Muir also, who was another one and a lot. And Gifford Penshaw. Penshaw was, uh, established the U.S. Forest Service. But all of them, you know, were avid, avid trophy hunters too, right? So they went to Africa, not only, you know, they established national parks there to preserve the landscape, but they're also going there for the bloodlust of like killing elephant, like for tr of trophy hunting. I mean, it's such an atrocious, like violent game, right? That only really, only white settlers will even, it, it, it's fitting of a white settler you know, it's so fitting of it. The way they've disseminated like the African elephant population is the same way they've also disseminated the indigenous population here, like so violent. That concludes this episode of Passages, brought to Pan-Africanists by Pan-African Town 1.
follow us on Twitter, the Organization for Pan-African Reality, at O-R-G-P-A Reality. Music composed by Mobley at MobleyWho.com. See you next time.